thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Welcome. And we say this, there's answers for your life. I said there's answers. And uh, it's our privilege to hear those answers and recognize those answers as our answers when we hear them. Amen. And I, I encourage you, take notes. Write down what God would say to you because you don't want to lose it. Right. Amen. You know, when you hear God say something or when something goes off in your spirit, it's so alive to you. You think, I'll always remember that until next week. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden God says something else. And if you're not careful, these things can slip from you. So write them down. We've been ministering on walking in love because that is our way. Yes. I said, that yes. is our way. Yes. You say, well, it's not my way. Yes, it is. It's your way. It's, your, it's the way God has prescribed for all of his children. Why is that? Because that's the way that removes us from the way the world operates. And God authorizes and he has, he has uh, put within us his own love wherewith we're to walk out this life of love. Yes. It's not us having to conjure up our own love. That's you know, um, if someone, if, if you had someone who came from a wealthy family and that family was funding a young man's college career and they said, we'll fund it. He's there in college drawing on their wealth, yes. right? We're in this world drawing on God's love. We did not have to, we didn't have to come up with our own love. We're here in this world spending freely the love that God supplied us with and made our flow. So love is your flow. Yes. It is our flow. Now it's our privilege to become skillful in that flow. Not everyone is as skillful as we're going to be, <laughs> right? But every day we can gain greater skill yes. at walking yes. in love. Yes. The divine love of God has nothing to do with human love. We're done with human love yes. because yes. human love cannot it cannot um, go the distance yeah. That's right. because it'll quit along the way. Yeah. But divine love, it goes the distance because what is going on in this world has nothing to do with that love. This love comes from heaven. This love yes. comes from God himself. Yes. And therefore, anything of this world can't shut it down because it's not subject to this world. Amen. Amen. It sources in God. And that's the divine love that's on the inside of us. We're done with reverting back to the lower flow of human love. What human love has to do with the feelings and the emotions and how it's being treated. The divine love has nothing to do with that. It deals with one thing only, and that's God. 
God is love. It's his nature. His love nature is in us. And we are privileged to become skillful with that nature that is now our nature. We have a love nature in us. Amen. So when we're walking in love, we're being true to the real us. That's right. Because that's the real us. Amen. Um, You say, well, Pastor Nancy, this broadcast is called Jesus the Healer. Uh Uh-huh, it is. And um, that's why we're teaching on love because your health and your love walk are linked and can never be disconnected. They're they're always linked. Um, They, you can't have one without the other. Yes. 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 Amen. We receive healing by faith. But there are things that affect our faith and love is one of those primary things that affects our faith walk. And uh, if we say that we're faith people, we also have to recognize then we're love people. Because faith comes by hearing, but faith works by love. Amen. Amen. Faith comes Mm -hmm. by hearing. Faith works by love. And we want our faith working. That's right. And it can only work by love. And so that's why we're delighted to learn and study these things because it becomes, it helps us to become more skillful in our life of faith as well. Amen. Um, Brother Hagen, and I've been, I've been quoting these things that he said every episode because it's so, it's so linked together. He said, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than on my confessions of faith. Meaning when symptoms show up, um, he would just make sure, am I walking in love? Because we can throw healing scriptures at our need, but if we're standing on sin's territory, not walking in love, it's not going to flow there. Amen. God's, God's property is a love property. God's realm is a love realm. We're love children of the love realm. The blessings of God flow unhindered when we're standing on God's property and God's property is love. God's flow is love. One step outside of love is a step into sin. So that's why brother Hagen said, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than my confessions of faith. In other words, I make sure I'm standing on love's territory because in my faith confessions will work. Amen. Amen. He said, Brother Hagen also said, if symptoms show up, the first place I check is my love walk to make sure I'm walking in love. What territory am I standing on? Whose property am I standing on? Because the one whose property I'm standing on is the one who has access to me. If I'm standing on God's property of love, he has access. If I'm standing, if I step outside of love, step into sin, then the devil has, has access to me. So we choose who has access to us. That's right. Amen. Well, we've, we've said so many things about walking in love. My goodness. I don't know how many episodes I've done now on love, but it's needed. And if you've missed it, go back and watch some of them. And you know, you might have to watch one, one or more of them a couple times. Why? To help get things authored in you. One thing about love, love is a protector. God protects his children, doesn't he? He will. He protects his children from the enemy. But when we're walking in love, we protect those that are under our authority. We protect our family. We protect those that are under our our authority, whether it's staff members, whether it's co-workers. Um, But we also protect those in the body of Christ. That's right. Why? Because they're our family. Yes. 
Yes. We won't ever do anything to injure the body of Christ. Right. That's the mo- one of the yes. most dangerous yes. things yes. someone can do yes. is bring harm yes. to God's body, mm-hmm. to Jesus's body, mm-hmm. because he's going to protect his body. Yes. Yes. Amen. Um, but we don't have to, we, love doesn't have the need of protecting itself. Protect others, but don't be out fighting for yourself and protecting yourself in the sense of no matter what others say to you or, or, or do, because love will protect you. Amen. Amen. In fact, when we're operating in the flow of love, love will put us in such a flow. We won't even notice what someone's done against us. We won't even notice because we're so caught up in what love has done for us. That's really walking in love means more mindful of what love has done than what something that isn't of love has come against and done against us. There's more for us than than is against us. Amen. Amen. Even, even if we know this, um, love, if love was the only thing for us, it would be more than enough. Amen. Amen. We know we are taking our place in our love walk and love is being given its rightful place when we no longer are putting ourselves first. Amen. Yes. That's how we can know. How is my love walk maturing? How is it growing? Well, how much are you in the front? How much are you doing something for your benefit rather than for someone else's benefit? Um, The love of God within us makes living in an unlovely world easy. Because we're not left to draw on the flow of this world for our joy and for our peace. We're we're drawing on the love of God that's on the inside of us. We don't have to ask God, send it down. It's in us. Just draw it out. Yield to it. Respond to it. Give it attention. I I so appreciate my spiritual father, uh, Kenneth Hagan. One of the things that he said, he said this, if someone talks against me, he said, the next time I see him, I just treat him like they bragged on me. Meaning he didn't take it. Right. He, didn't take he did not take that and process that. Right. Amen. How could he do that? He learned to respond to them based on the love in him right. instead of responding to them based on their actions against him. Right. This is the maturing yeah. of love. This is when love is getting its rightful place in us. Matthew chapter five and verse 44, Jesus is speaking. He said, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now, if someone reads that, they may think, my gosh, that's turning me into their victim. No, that's turning you into triumph over them. Because now you're in a higher flow to all these things that have been against you can't reach you because you've been elevated into divine love. And divine love puts you outside the reach of all of this opposition. It doesn't make you a victim to them. This divine love elevates you above the flow that isn't love. 
Right. Now, in this verse, Jesus assigned love for things. Number one, love blesses your enemies. Mm-hmm. Number two, it blesses them that curse you. Number three, it does good to them. Oh, there's an action to take. Mm-hmm. It does good to them that hate you. And it prays for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Why does he tell you to do this in the face of such opposition? Because these, when you, we do these four things, it keeps the opposition from entering us. That's good. Amen. Those words can't land in us. Those actions can't hinder us. They can't travel with us. Right in further into our life, it lifts us above them. We're out of their reach and inaccessible. The divine love of God acted on makes us out of reach of anything that isn't love. Amen. Amen. And this is what Jesus said. This is the response of divine love. You say, well, that's asking a lot. Well, God's done this ever since man's been on the earth. Right? How are we able to do these things? How does he tells us to do it? Um, Because he gives us the love to do it with. It's his love that accomplishes this, not us. That's right. Amen. So when we yield to that love, this love, this love in us accomplishes these things. Turn with me, if you would, to Psalm chapter 35. Psalm chapter 35 and verse 11. The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. Let's see how David operated and how David responded to some things. Psalm 35 and verse 11. It reads, false witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. What's this mean? False charges. Mm-hmm. Things that, he, that were not even connected to him. They made up stuff and then charged him with it. Mm-hmm. Verse 12, they rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. So he says, I did them good and they turned around and did me evil. Mm-hmm. Verse 13, but as for me, look at this, as for love. Notice, we can't equal them. We are to equal the love in us. So when David says, as for me, we should say this, as for love, this is how love responds. When they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. So he said, when they face hardship, when they face sickness, when they face difficulty, he said, I prayed for them. And what happened? The prayer boomeranged and came back and blessed my life. He said, my prayer returned to my own bosom. So what's he letting us know? How we treat someone else is going to show back up in our life. Amen. Make sure that what you send their direction is what you want showing up in your life. Amen. Verse 14, David said, I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or my brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. So David was not glad when his enemies suffered, even though they tried to make him suffer. So in love and sincerity, he prayed for them. What did that do? That keep, that kept him from sinking to their level. It elevated him to God's level. When you pray for someone who's trying to bring injury to you, you just now touched into 
the, the operation of God. That's how God operates. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 24 and verse 17 and 18. Now remember what David said. He said, when they were, when, when my enemies were in difficulty, I prayed for them. I didn't rejoice. Proverbs 24, verse 17 and 18, it warns us, rejoice not when thine enemy falleth and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and it displease him. So notice this, how we respond to someone else's difficulty. It matters. It matters. You can't say, well, that, you know, that's good enough for them, how they treated me. No, we're not treating them based on how they treated us. We're treating them based on how God treats us. So don't rejoice when things go wrong with those who opposed you. That's, that's the love flow. God doesn't rejoice um, when, when people go wrong. Proverbs 16, verse 7. It says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. What's this mean? God will get involved. When your ways please God, then God can work unhindered in your behalf. And when he deals with your enemies, it's far better than when you deal with them. Amen. What ways, it says, when a man's ways please the Lord, what ways please the Lord? Love's ways. Amen. Faith's ways. When our enemies oppose us and our way of responding to them is to love and bless and do good and pray for them, then the Lord can make our enemies to be at peace with him because we gave him something to work with. When we respond in love, God can work with them. Listen, when somebody, the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. If someone comes against you, you're, you're the anointed of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's going to turn out badly for them. God doesn't want it to turn out badly for them. Yeah. So he says, pray for them because you don't want it to turn out badly for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but when we respond with something other than love, then God can't work in their behalf. Right. You know, the Bible says, pray for those who persecute you. Who, yes. Why is that? Because they're going to need rescuing. Because they touch you. And how wonderful that the one they opposed is the one that God was able to use as a rescue. Praise the Lord. Um, I've told, in in a previous episode, I've told about this story, but it it is so fitting here. Um, Walking in divine love of God does not turn you into a doormat. Don't think that, oh, it makes me just weak and turn, they're walking all over me. No, they're not. You've lift, you're, you've, you have been raised above them. Yeah, right. you're, not, you're not being their doormat. You're in a higher flow. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Ten Boom, who was, her and her family, I believe they were from Holland. And during World War II, they were hiding Jews. They were found out. It was exposed. And her and her family were sent to, a, sent to concentration camps. Her dad died there. Her sister died there. Um, she had a brother. I don't remember if he died there or not. She was imprisoned there for 11 months and due to a clerical error was dismissed when she wasn't supposed to be. 
But of course, God intervened. And the next week after she was dismissed, everyone her age was removed. Everyone was killed. So God intervened right before that. And then she spent the rest of her life. She was in her fifties at the time. She spent the rest of her life traveling the world, telling people, no, no matter how deep your darkness, God is deeper still. Cause she was there. She was put in solitary confinement for, I believe four months in that place. And then she was put to hard labor. She suffered. And, um, she, as she, after she was released and she traveled the world preaching, she was in a meeting one time and she preached always on the love of God. That was her message. And, um, she would give an altar call. And at the end of the service, her and the pastor went back to the back door of the church building and they were greeting people as people were exiting the building. And, uh, a man came up to her and held out his hand and said to her, sister, he said, thank you so much for your message. I got born again tonight. When she looked at him, she goes, I know him from somewhere. Where do I know him from? And it dawned on her, that was the prison guard that almost beat her sister to death. Her sister had several beatings in that prison camp and her sister, sister ended up dying there. And she recognized this is one of the guards that beat her so severely. But here he stands in front of her, thanking her for the salvation message because he got born again. And you can understand the conflict (laughs) between the mind and the heart at that time because she recognized and she said when it dawned on her who this man was, she said there welled up in her, in her emotions, a hate for him. But when that welled up, she turned to her spirit and she said, God, she said, I choose to let you love him through me. What was that? The love of God in her dominating those feelings of natural hate for him. And she said, when I did that, she said, there came such a river of love that issued out of her. And she said, I genuinely hugged him and welcomed him into the family. And not only this, listen to this, she never told him what he had done. She didn't say, you're the one that beat my... She never gave him that that report why she wasn't giving him something to overcome. Yeah. She didn't feel love for him in herself, but she chose for the love of God in her to rise up and dominate. Now see what that did for her. It freed her from having to struggle with the idea that, well, it looks like this man had no penalty for what he's done. Jesus paid our penalty for all of us. I said for all of us. So with great love and joy, she forgave him. Human love couldn't have done that. See, that was divine love operating. That's what's in you if you're born again. That is what is in you. Amen. Then Luke chapter six and verse 35, Jesus is speaking and he said, but love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. Look at this. And your reward shall be great. Mm-hmm. Love has rewards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and your love shall be great and you shall be children of the Most High. Uh, Notice this. You start stepping into a flow that's divine. On this earth, you can live in a divine flow. And look at when, when Jesus said, your reward shall be great. He's seen heaven. He knows what great looks like. He's not talking about great in earthly terms. He's talking about great in heavenly terms. When it's great, it's great. Just because you chose to yield to divine love instead of human love that would have handled it differently. Amen. Well, it's important that we become skillful in this because this divine love gives us the best life, but it also gives those around us a lift into a higher flow. Amen. So we want to make sure that we're not settling for something less when God offers us something more. He offers us the highest flow of walking in divine love. Amen. I want to pray for those of you who are watching right now because I can sense that power that's present. And um, I just want to pray for those of you who say, Pastor Nancy, I've struggled with this. Well, I tell you what, um, God's still working with us. He's still working with us. And so you just reach your hands out toward the screen. You say, Pastor Nancy, people have hurt me. People have done all kinds of things and I've just struggled with what they've done. You release your faith with me right now as we pray. Father, I thank you for your love that has been shed abroad in our heart. Because that love is on the inside of us, we can respond like you instead of responding like our enemies. So, Father, we release everyone. Say that with me. I release everyone from any harm they've done. I choose to forgive them. They are free from it. I'm free from it. Amen. Can I tell you this? By forgiving them does not mean you're calling them them right. You're not calling that action right, but you're choosing a higher flow. Well, one of the reasons, the primary reason we're able to come into your home or wherever you're listening to this broadcast today is because of the generosity of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. They have gifted, sown this airtime to us as they do to all the programmers on the Victory Channel. I would encourage you that if you're not already a partner, pray about becoming a partner with Kenneth Copa Ministries today. If you would do that, that keeps programs like this coming into your home. And I tell you, you never know in the middle of the night when you're going to need to hear the word. In a time of emergency to hear the word. Amen. You can sign up to become a partner with Kenneth Ministries by going to kcm.org and you can follow the prompts there and you can sign up to become a partner. It'll bless your life. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Love is to lead and govern us, and we are to make it our quest to pursue the way love leads. Victories await us as we learn to walk in the truths of divine love found in this book by Nancy Dufresne. Order Love, The Great Quest now at DufresneMinistries.org. Jesus called healing the children's bread. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. 
If you have received a healing or have any other testimony to share with us as a result of this broadcast, we would love to hear about it. Please call us, write us, or contact us through our website. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.